You're listening to Best Friends Catching Up. The Mark and Joe Show. I I can't get enough of you. No. Doesn't the snowball look like um, one of those uh, like aliens in uh, War of the Worlds movies or whatever? Like it could just yeah. kind of pop up yeah. and eat. Dude, good. Yeah. People yeah. forget about that movie. Yeah. Sick flick. Yeah, they'll probably remake it soon, I imagine, you know? Like, man, yeah. sure it'll be good. Boys, how's it going? What's uh, what, what's shaking? The OUA finals today. Yeah. Dude, I think, Mark, this is going to turn out to be kind of like a rugby special, I think. Cause yeah. It's, there's a lot of rugby news going Dude, on in Kingston right now. I love it. And then you have some rugby stuff going on too, don't you? Yeah, I put it. I've put it on hold for for the month, seeing as I'm I'm not in the country anymore. But uh, yeah, I played a couple games for the Squamish Axemen uh, last month in October. It was really fun. Me and Marner showed yes. up. We and Marner showed up so late to one of the games. It was kind <laughs> of savage, actually. Like we didn't do it on purpose, <laughs> but we. There a bunch of things happened that sort of led to this, but essentially we were supposed to have a home game in Squamish, so I made fr- I made um, plans to ride bikes with my cousin Nick, who was coming up for the for the day, and he had like rented a bike, and we were gonna go rip a couple trails like half Nelson Joe, um, and so we made plans for that, and then the night before, since it was so rainy, the game got switched to Vancouver, and. I was like, well, fuck, like, I made these plans already, so I kind of wanted to still see if I could kind of, like, get two birds stoned at once, so to speak, and, uh, yeah, we went, we rode bikes, and then when we got in the car and Googled where the field was, it was, like, an hour and 30 minutes away, and we thought it was going to be, like, 40 minutes away, and uh, we hit some traffic, and needless to say, we, <laughs> we showed up, and they were, like, kicking off, and we were like, oh, God. And we we had to like wheel our bikes to the sideline too because we didn't want anyone. So you to rode ste- your bike to the game, and then no, 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 no. We um, we took Mars's truck all the way from Squamish to Vancouver to ride. We played uh, we played freaking Scribes. Do you know any of the teams in Vancouver, Worm? I know, I know some, but I wouldn't like. It would depend what league. Like, I yeah. think there are a couple different leagues, so I don't know all yeah. of them. I've you never probably, heard of the scribes. Before. Yeah, you probably don't know the bottom feeder teams, like. The ones so what are play. the teams, Mark? What are the? Fuck, the I don't know. To know. So far, we played Bayside Scribes. I know Bayside. And Bayside's... yeah, they were jokes. They actually had some like Fijian centers that were just nuts. Yeah, yeah. They were crazy, and they were just smoking darts, like chain smoking darts, before the game. And then as soon as they came on, they obviously weren't smoking darts. And then as soon as they came off the pitch, they were just chain smoking on the sideline. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. Vancouver's got a big, it's got like kind of a like <laughs> hidden like Fijian population. So at any of like the rugby tournaments, yeah. there's like sevens tournaments in the summer or like random club games as well. That's where like just a bunch of huge Fijians that you've never ever seen before that you would think live in Vancouver, they're all mm. just out of the rugby field. Just shows up like, who the fuck's this guy? Dude, yeah. on the field, they're so, they like speak in this really like high pitch, like quick dialect yeah. and it's just like really intimidating, intimidating. And they're always talking too. On the pitch, they're yeah. always just like, you're like, oh God. They say like, bala bala. Yeah, bala bala bala. And they're just like, and then they're just, like they weren't even that good to be honest. Like they were good athletes, but... They were like fucking. They were playing exactly like you'd think, just fucking shipping the pill, like 
30 like feet trying to just like do all this yeah trying to trying to do it all in one play so what's going on in the part of me let you play even though you showed up like after the kickoff they just yeah that's the thing yeah they they did they they were like boys boys warm up (laughs) we're gonna be taking rafa in 20 minutes i was like okay sorry Ralph, but yeah (laughs) we they knew we felt bad and obviously we did but these things happen What's what's shaking on the uh, QRFC uh, side of things, boys? Well, actually, before we get any further here, I think we a small matter of housekeeping. So, this is actually our first four-way mm. episode. The episode, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we have uh, Mark out. Where the heck are you right now, Mark? Dude, I'm in uh, I'm in Mexico on the Baja Peninsula in this little surf town called Cerritos. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's great, bro. It's like it's about an hour north from uh, Cabo. Okay. And yeah, nice. these are these. This is home for the next like ten days, and then uh, I'm here with my girlfriend Nicole, our friend Jackie, and then Marnus is joining us tomorrow. Jeez, sounds like you're having a different kind of four way, but <laughs> this four way is Mark in Mexico, <laughs> Joe in Kingston, as you Joe all know. Dear. And then uh, we also have a couple QRFC legends. Oh, so a couple Bytown Blues legends, too, oh. might I add. <laughs> this is a full so, Bytown pod. We got Worm and we got Patty Lima on the pod. Uh, Worm was on in the past, and Patty was one of the lost files. Yeah, I remember that. Bro. Lost tapes. Well, d- <laughs> when when was that last time we did it? Like, it's like 2017, fall probably. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> September was a cool uh, autumn day. It was yeah. honestly probably the best pod we'd ever recorded. Yeah. Personally, exactly. in my humble opinion. That was the only pod you recorded. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it was solid, yeah. man. That was, a, that was a real shame. Yeah. What happened, Mark? Dude, I think we recorded it on GarageBand, and then that just my computer just kind of short circuited and just all yeah, all hell broke loose. We were too fired up to go play disc in the park. Yeah, <laughs> and just like, oh, everybody, t- everybody, time out. Mark, are you recording right now? Uh, I am. Yeah, I'm. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It is recording, but I told you to do the backup thingy as well. Oh yeah. Okay. There we go. There we go. <laughs> uh, so oh. Oh, cool. Went out to play some desk. Yeah. Um, okay. So, to, like, fill me in, boys. What's going on? Like, how the frick is the season going? Like, let's yeah, chop it up a bit. Like, are the kids... Like are the kids full in-depth. Well, what's, Joe's what, a champ. Yeah, Joe's a coach. Hey. We're actually all coaches here. Yeah. Wow. Joe should give the first. Uh, yeah. You should give the first. You should give the first. Yeah, summer so because we're already done. So, uh, the Scholars League. So they're basically, the thirds, the thirds teams, uh, and down. Yes. But uh, we had a great man. What a great crew of guys we yeah. had. Uh, so we played Carlton in the semifinal uh, oh, yeah. two, three weekends ago now, if you count this one, oh. and. Came out the gritty win. Not our mm. best performance, but, you know, our, the skill came through in the end. Nice. And then uh, last weekend, or two weekends ago, we played the Scholars League final against York. Mm. And, Mark, they've got these two guys. Well, the rumor on the street is that they've got their two centers, or the 10 in the center, played for 
the Georgian national team. Oh, dude, I love rugby rumors like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're just like, you're on the bus, you're like kind of shaking in your boots. You're like the, the 10. The 10 15. had a huge barrel too. But like he had <laughs> so much, he had so much skill. You could tell like probably in a past life, he was a Georgian national. Yeah, it was a yeah. hanger. It, it just lo- hung there like a pouch. Most <laughs> of his body was like kind of sleek. And then it just looked like he had a tire around his mid. Like dude, he was that happened. around with an inner tube under his jersey. And he was how old? Like estimate, estimate age. Estimated. He was, probably, he was probably like one of those guys who's 23 but looks like there's 48. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, that guy, looked he looked weathered. Dude, looked like that... he was 19. But in yeah. Mark, it was, uh, it was not that cold, but it was just a pretty heavy rain most of the oh, game. Yeah. Dude, we just played playing. great kicking territory. Mm. Shout out to the 10 Bailey. Really came a long way this year. Nice. Attaboy. He's Atta probably boy. listening. Boy I hope Bailey. so. I'm going to tell all the boys to listen. We're going to give a couple shout outs throughout. Dude, Attaboy but, uh, Bailey. Man, uh, <laughs> Greg, dude, that's so sick, Joe. You're like the reincarnate of Benny Stinson, man. Yeah. <laughs> dude, that's, that's actually a dream come true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for saying that. Yeah, absolutely, man. Like Joe brings that's a, a unique Joe yeah. brings a unique coaching style too. Like yeah. you're saying reincarnated Benny Stinson, but also with a taste of Joe Yell in there. Like, Ooh. oh for sure. The first practice, Joe's got like <laughs> showing up, he's got his whistle, he's like yeah. trying to like coach like a normal coach style would do. It's like, <laughs> no, that whistle was thrown on the ground. Joe Yell's right in the middle of the drill, just participating as well. Dude, I love that Joe. <laughs> like a player coach style. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, like Jackie Moon. Like that's Jackie like, Moon. That's like the, the acronym, man. That can't play. Yeah. Yeah. Just the game, but like the practices you play. Or we shredded them in the practices. <laughs> really, really felt good, you know? It's like, okay. oh, I still got it. Yeah, like, dude, that's suck. sick. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shout out Bailey. Yeah, dude, shout, out Bailey. shout out Bailey, just breaking his ankles. Dude, and then Patty, are you, are you, are you the scrum coach? Uh, the forwards coach for the uh, varsity squad. Yeah, Sick, it's been good, dude. man. That's awesome. Are you in Kingston right now or what? Uh, I've been coming down like once or twice a week, depending on if we've had good games or not really on yeah. the weekend. Yeah, true. Because um, you really only need to like come down. Like you don't need to come down for the UAT game. Like No, I, uh, yeah, I didn't. I was just coming down like Wednesday uh, yeah. night for practice. Then we'll just mm-hmm. stay Thursday and then probably like rip home after that. Sure. But we've also had a tough season in terms of like having games. It's only been four games. We've had two inner squad games, mm. so mm. it's kind of been for the varsity few team and far between. What's that? Really? For the for the ones, there's only been four games. Yeah, there's yeah. two conferences now because of uh, COVID. Oh, yeah. like, it's yeah, fucked dude. up, man. Yeah, it's, it's so fucked up. It is. Only, it must and be a short regular day. season as well. It's yeah, a sad man. state of affairs when like the best team you play is your second team in an inner squad game. Yeah, dude, it's tough to like. Man, I, I really do. Well, feel. I don't know. Maybe yeah, RMC. No, that's correct. Like, they would probably this, come third in the league. The second team would come third. The Queen's second <laughs> yeah. team would come third in the OUA. Probably yeah. quite handily, I think. Yeah, I think you so could, too. Like, you, could argue, you could argue that, like, the yeah, Queen's seconds when we played too would be, like, pretty competitive as well. Like, top four maybe or something like that. I think so too, but it's just, yeah. it's, like, not even close anymore. It's, like, I guess it's, it's Queen's and Guelph or... Dude, we just kind of created... And then everyone else is just completely, like, in another world. Dude, we just kind of created, like, a... I mean, I'll toot all of our horns here collectively, but we kind of created, like, a little bit of a dynasty, and it's just been running like a freight train without (laughs) without brakes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. But we, Patty was saying he's staying here Wednesday nights, and and this past, uh, he stayed here at Nikki and I's place one yeah. night. But before, I think that he spends his majority of his time at Gary's place. How's that? Yeah, I'm staying at the cast to Gary. Cast <laughs> at the Gary. Uh, it's uh, you know, just kind of just get in the door, put my blinders on, and just go to my room. And, yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> just right. put my earplugs in. <laughs> Where is your bed? Is it like uh, at the foot of his bed, or yeah, it is. It's like a little dog mat. Little dog bed. bed. <laughs> now he's Dude. been helping me out. Joe's been helping me out. It's been sweet though. It's good to nice. see the boys. Good to That's be back sick. in K Town. And you're are you coming up from Toronto or down from Ottawa? Uh down from Ottawa. Oh, yeah. Okay, nice. Fuck yeah. Dude, Patty so, bought a place. No way, sick dude. Congrats. Thanks, man. Yeah, it closed uh, last Monday, November 1st. Wow, that's Jesus. hype. What that's a way to ring in November. Whereabouts in Ottawa? So it's in Hull, and it's like five oh, minutes nice. bike ride from, uh, like, it's right across the bridge. Sick, from, dude. Uh, from, like, the market. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's that's tight, man. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Dude, what, like, uh, dude, I feel like I feel like Hull could, it's, pro- like, when we were kids, Hull was Hull. But I feel like it's probably like I don't know. I feel like it's probably getting a little bit fucking groovy and shit. And what, is that, what does that mean? Hull, what does that mean? Hull was Hull was Hull. Yeah. What does that mean, you Mark? Kind of just would you'd you'd go there to party when you were like underage. Oh someone, yeah. Every Big couple time. of months, someone would get like kind of like stabbed or something in the market. <laughs> and, like seriously, these things it's just a flesh wound. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's just kind of where you went to like party when you were a kid, essentially, and like bike sure. across the bridge. Served a purpose. Yeah. Strictly like, a destination, not a place to stay. Yeah. yeah, they have a strip of bars like right across the bridge that you yeah. know I probably started going to when I was 15, 16. Dude, what was it called? LeVolt? Was that LeVolt? it? Addiction. Le- addiction. Le-bop. Yeah. LeVolt. <laughs> What's the strip club in Hall called, Mark? Mark? Uh, I don't know. I've never been. I don't even want to so, go. Yeah, yeah right. Big Al's and Gatna. I had some girls in my grade 11 like math class that worked there they had, no, uh, no. yeah it was really in grade 11 oh yeah grade 11 they weren't yeah they were like 17 it I was, was gonna say in grade 11 what they fucking were they held back like four years or yeah so they, they've, they're probably got, they've probably got they've probably got homes now too making do yeah, she's, she's just on, honest buck she's yeah. on the pole and then she you know between between dances, she's in the back just doing math lin- yeah. linear algebra, <laughs> yeah. hoping to pass that midterm. Oh, yeah. oh man, are you still playing rugby, Pat? Yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. For, I was for the... just uh, in Atlanta with the Arrows this previous year. So. Wow, dude. Okay, so are you traveling a lot these days? Like, where do you practice? <laughs> or can you just uh... did you just Zoom practice? <laughs> 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 all right ready <laughs> oh. game plan yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make sure you got a good wi-fi uh yeah where are you so, yeah so like do you practice like you practice like once a week or something like that or no like we're in the off season right now so we finished up end of july we fully relocated to atlanta mm. um whoa and so yeah we were on the road it was it was a gritty like Five, Wait, six months you, of my life. you relocated to Atlanta? Like the that team was based out of Atlanta? Yeah, man. We were living out of a hotel Whoa. like for for five months. Dude, that's fun wow. for like the first because all the month. other teams are American. Yeah. The oh. novelty of staying in a hotel wears off like very quickly. Really yeah. quick. Yeah, I bet. Dude, what, um, dude what, were you sweating bullets in Atlanta? Dude, as soon as May 1st hit, like we oh. couldn't train uh, like midday. 
we oh. had to train like we'd start training mm. from then on like uh at like 7 30 a.m and we'd have mm. to be off the pitch by like latest 10 because mm. it'll be like 140 degrees on that oh. turf it's insane yeah. they they were doing night sessions yeah, yeah. sure why not <laughs> never had glow sticks on them they are. <laughs> <laughs> call the all blacks yeah the toronto arrows just they became they became nocturnal they just got blackout shades and just uh, slept in the helped, closets being nocturnal has helped patty at gary's house <laughs> You know, you don't want to be too drowsy at night. You need to have your guard up. I don't know? think the man sleeps, to be fair. Like, he is... Yeah, I want to hear more about Gary. I'll be back in a second, boys. Habitat. Um, yeah, man. Like... <laughs> Please, give me... Like, give say, us a, Say the a first glimpse. thing that comes to your mind. Uh, like... Gary Gilks. Gary Gilks is a man about town. Like, the man is about town. Like, you'll just see him. He's just all, like, in the nooks and crannies of Kingston. He, like... Dude, he knows a shocking amount of people. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. We were at the pilot house last night, and he was sitting there. We went with the coaches after the... uh, We actually... The coaches hosted the... Coaches hosted the team for a team dinner before uh, before the final today. So, we, like, hosted that. We're going to the pilot house after, and Gary's sitting there. And Gary's talking about the... Like we're asking, he's like, Gary, you know that per like you know that like kind of like thirty-five year old looking female at the bar? He's like, Yep, did a body shot off her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a random girl yeah. at the bar who was on the phone. Does he still have the skullet? No, no yeah, the really. skullet's gone. So after the final mark when we won the scholars, yeah. Gary told us in the in the lead up, he grew out his hair. Well, he'd been growing out his hair for like a year. Yeah. Did but- he have flow or was he bald on top? Low, oh, but he yeah. had a, it was kind of it was pretty thin up top, but he had air. Up it's top. it looked it was, good under a baseball with hat. The hat on, man. He looked oh. like uh, like all hockey hair, Minnesota edition. Like, dude, he's probably was dude, he was probably like wheeling a lot with that hair. I think Gary was kind of wheeling. Like, that's what Patty's saying. That's he's what just, I'm saying. He's, he's about town. Either he's, if he's he's putting in work for his job or he's just putting in work about. Yeah, like, dude. Wow. Gary on Friday nights, Gary would show up to practice in like dress shoes and like a really nice collared shirt. And we're like, Gary, we're like, where the <laughs> like where the fuck are you going after this? Dude, He's no like, days well, off. You don't you never know. Yeah. Like, well, I'm pretty sure we're all gonna go get beers after this. So like where are you going after we do that? Like, yeah. uh, for like I'd say he fucks for like a fifty five year old man, you know, bald man really. Like he does who's, who's five foot four. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He's rocking a skull at Mark. For Dude, a I know you sent me that picture. Dude, I'll never forget the speech he gave us when we were in first year, Joe. It was on Tyndall Field. Givers. The givers and the takers, man. It was just so empowering. Because sometimes his speeches like land a little flat. And this one did not. And it was for um, <laughs> it was for Run for the Cure. It was for Run for the Cure. And like for those of you who don't know, the Queen's men's rugby team, um, and I'm sure the women's team does it as well, right? Or I'm, I'm sure they used to, the Run for the Cure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we would, like... Yeah. Yeah, we'd raise money for um, breast cancer research and awareness every every year. And Gary, like, it was before, it was maybe like a week before, and, you know, like, some yeah, the captain. fundraising Yeah, the, cap, the yeah. captain was like, yo, you guys got to sign up. Like, let's start fundraising and stuff. And, <laughs> you know, just trying to get the light of fire underneath the boys to get out there and start fundraising. And then Gary just comes in and he's like, in this world, there's too, men, too many takers and not enough givers. 
It's like, so don't be a taker and be a giver. Is essentially it, but he made it way better than that, and it was uh, it was rousing. And then the boys rallied. Yeah, the boys rallied. That's his thing, though. He's recited it to me this year, and he's like, "I've got already a date where I'm going to say it to the boys." (laughs) (laughs) Bring him in like a celebrity appearance, like Gary. Let him have it. That's awesome. Give him the givers and takers out here. (laughs) Talk about recited speeches. How about that? Were you at the training? Like, oh, Liam Casey this week? Yeah, so we had a guy. Oh, um, no. We had a guy Fire. on the team uh, who is in our, like, the team this year, they're probably, like, lots of really lots of really good players. There's definitely a, like, looking for leadership, kind of, mm-hmm. a little bit. Like, yeah, we've got some quieter, maybe less confident guys, some really good rugby players, but we're lacking. Who's going like, to step up? Yeah, yeah. that's it. And this guy, the guy who stepped up on when was that? Wednesday? Was that Wednesday? Uh, yeah, I think it was no Thursday. Thursday. It was Thursday. He was he delivered at the end, like at the end of the session, delivered a what sit and it came out to be as well. It sounded like a recited speech, and it apparently was recited yeah. because like he read it, wrote it ahead of time. No, like so Cully, who's the other assistant coach, uh, we were walking by, like he was out with an injury, this guy, Liam, shout out Liam. Yeah. And uh he was reciting this like this speech and like Cully and I look at each other and then we just keep walking. And then Cully turns to me, he's like, what the fuck was he just saying? Like to himself. <laughs> yeah. Well, like he's two practicing. guys that were on the bench that like, just yeah, like okay. were injured just yeah. there. Yeah. And then we're so he's like, practicing yeah. for an audience. Interesting. And then he went, and then at the end of the session, he just went off. With and literally like said a... like verbatim the same shit. Dude, I love that. Though. But he <laughs> went on, yeah, he, he just wanted perfect delivery. Yeah, he went off mm. like a bomb, and then the guys, like everyone's standing around after he finished talking, everyone just like looks at each other, and then there's like quiet just for a bit, and then someone's like, "Whoa!" And then they're just like, "Yeah." Right, there's, and then the session. It was, was a wild. Out. Yeah, it was a wild yeah, end of the session. It was. Like, yeah. It was, uh, you think so? You think it landed? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I can picture that not that's landing. Why, that's why I said there was that little pause after he was done because I don't know if people totally they were yeah. like what just happened. Like here? you had to you have to like read the room in those kind of situations, yeah, I guess. Absolutely. Right? And like he obviously this was very uh, like a thoughtful speech that he had put together. Yeah. And it like didn't really match the intensity, I guess, at that point in the practice, yeah. but like he was saying all good things. It was off bat. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Sometimes all you need is just like, oh, let's fucking go, boys. Like, I feel like in. sometimes when you get taken off guard on like a intensity level like that, I feel like, like you can kind of whoa. land a little bit later on. Yeah. You know, like maybe the boys are at home later that night. <laughs> yeah, you don't true. really know what to make of it as a like, slower play. But you just yeah. kind of like, wow, shit, like, Liam's <laughs> kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah, was, oh, yeah. 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 Cares. Oh man, yeah, dude. And everyone great. cares, right? It's it's winning time now. Yeah. Oh wow, that's so, so sick. The finals today. Wow. Yeah, like give us more of a recap of. So we got you guys have played four games. Half of them have been against yourself. It sounds like. <laughs> but uh, like where? So last year in the national final, how did that go? We lost to. So we'll give a. We can give kind of a quick. Quick recap. Synopsis, yeah. yeah, for all the QRFC so, legends out there who want to just get caught up on the, the latest happenings. Yeah. We'll do we'll do so from when we played, there was no national championship as well. So in 2017, uh there is now a men's rugby national championship, which yeah. is sweet. Yeah. So just it's been, we were crushing we were crushing so hard. They had to like put in something so we could you know, had to do it to 
yeah, yeah I, I got it in my last year 20 2017 I guess yeah. it was it's uh and mm-hmm. that was sweet like I was out in, in uh in UVic and we we yeah. lost like a close game to UBC so yeah yeah I think I watched that you did it yeah that's yeah. awesome yeah I think sweet. I watched that yeah that was a really good game. So that was our the one time that we've been to the final. Then the year after that, uh, we it was in Montreal. It was at Concordia. Yeah, oh, nice. And we lost in the semifinal to UVic. Um, Another like decent game though, too. Yeah, like, also yeah. like a really good game. Yeah. Um, the year before when Patty played, we lost or sorry, we won in the semifinal against UVic and then uh, played UBC in the final and then. Uh, obviously, last season was COVID, so there mm-hmm. there was no national championship, and then it's in it's in Kingston this year. Oh, so sick! November twenty fourth to twenty eighth, the oh, men's dude. rugby nationals are in Kingston. That's gonna which be is, cold. It is gonna oh, be yeah. freezing cold. Yeah. Oh. dude, Mark should catch a red eye from Mexico City and just come mm. up for a, <laughs> for the national final. Dude, we caught, we caught, here. we caught. We caught a, uh, me and Nicole caught a domestic flight yesterday from Mexico, or sorry, two days, was it yes? two days ago from Mexico City to, to Cabo, and it was the most like, confusing, air trip to the airport we've ever had in our lives. We yeah, we got our tickets and then, they were like, oh yeah, it's like gate B, and we were like, what do you mean gate B? There's like numbered gates everywhere, and then. We thought we were walking the right way. We walked like all the way to the international terminal. Went like about like a uh, an airport staff like could see that we were like, where the fuck do we go? And she was like, are you lost? And we were like, yes. See, where do we go? And then she, this is what she explains to us. She looks at her ticket. Then she punches some shit in her phone. And she's like, okay, yeah. So right now it's gate ten, but uh, at any point it can change to a different gate at least 45 minutes before your flight so wait around gate 10 and it just keep checking the board because it'll it might change and i'll be like okay great thank you yeah but we got here all in one piece oh nice yeah (laughs) oh you're back but you froze for a second when you said gate 10 i think you're bringing up some old memories or something in the (laughs) back though dude Uh, this is a good test this is a good test for the uh for the girls, actually, because they're working remote here for the entire week coming up. So this is good that this is working pretty well. Uh-oh. Oh, it's crisp. Oh, okay, it is crisp. I thought I froze again there. You guys are all like... Mm. <laughs> like, uh... uh, uh, yeah. uh <laughs> boys, boys, I can, I cannot, um, like, speak more highly about Mexico, man, as a place to come for a little vacation, like, Mexico City included. How long are you there for? I'm here for the whole month of November. You're here for a month? Yeah. The November, like, we flew out on the 31st um, in the evening, and then we're I'm here till the 29th. Nicole's only here till the 13th, though. <clears throat> and then me and Marnus are just sticking it out. But, yeah, Mexico City was sick. Like, we... Yeah, it was it was awesome. Just dude, the food, man. Oh, dude, every pretty much every street corner has a dude making tacos, and they're like they're like thirty cents a taco, and you just get like four, and you just load up on the salsa and just keep continue your day, and you just oh man, they're it's incredible. It's really it's truly it's just so simple. And dude, we went we did a little uh, we did a cooking class as well, um, and. Yeah, we learned how to make like our own tortillas and like uh, and like traditional salt, like five different types of salsa. It was freaking sweet, man. And oh, uh, the other cool thing too was um, you guys know Day of the Dead. 
Dias de de Morte. Yeah. Cinco Have you heard of it? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, it's essentially like, it's pretty cool. So it's celebrated from like the 31st of um, October to the 2nd of November. And it's like, I guess it's like you could call it like Halloween, but it really isn't. What the festival is about is, or celebration, I guess, is they all, like all across Mexico, everyone just celebrates like their loved ones that have like passed away and it's just like it's really i don't know it's just it's it's a big party and everyone's all celebrating at once and it's just such a like i don't know it's such a beautiful holiday and celebration because yeah i don't know it's like the displays in the city are incredible these people dress up in these crazy costumes everyone wears the like you know that james bond scene uh when uh in like quantum souls or whatever when he's down there and he's wearing the fucking mask i obviously watched that before i went down to mexico so i was pretty obsessed with getting myself a mask (laughs) and uh do you guys want to see it yeah sure let's see it the other thing just a little chime in on mexico city as well that is awesome kate and i went probably two years ago is mark was saying like the tacos you can get on the side of the street so that's awesome they also have like a mango lady on every street corner as well so you can go you're just walking down the street and they will Mm. like fresh mango cut up like the biggest basket of it and (laughs) it's like it's nothing as well it's like 50 cents and you just get fresh mango by a nice little mango lady you just get the mango and she does she does she open it up yeah she opens it up i think i'm the only one that's it (laughs) you ever had that salt on top oh it's crazy it sounds whack, but like it just makes it it makes it taste even holy Whoa. shit. Dias de la Mortes, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Dude, so I was just walking around Mexico with this thing on and it was sick. I felt so fucking cool. Like I was Daniel Craig and James Bond, essentially. You guys get dressed up for Halloween? You do anything, Patty? I uh I did not do anything. You definitely did something. I Come wish on. I could say I did. <laughs> Uh, did you participate in any of the the homecoming activities? I uh, I did. I kind of got a little like You're after right. I was gonna go home after one of the games, and then I kind of mm-hmm. had like one pint led to like five pints, and mm-hmm. then I was like, "What are the boys saying these days?" You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Dude, what like are the kids? Okay, this is another question I've got. They like. Are they having some fun? Are they still like yeah. or they're, yeah. not, they're living completely as if nothing changed? Good. Which is I'm I'm like fucking that's fine. Yeah. I don't so know. Like obviously still... some there's some people are going down, like some severe fines, but what yeah. are you gonna do? You know? You can't yeah. you can't contain that like sort of like adolescent like energy. You really can't. Dude, there's a lot of people I talk to in like in Kingston, not like it's so it's not young, just like random people. And they're just like, Can you believe what these these kids are up to? Like they're just so, they're so dumbfounded. Like they like how could they be so uh, reckless or do you they're out of like, touch? Were you man. Ever, do you not I mean, remember like, they've had the last two years of their lives basically and they stripped away and like they finally have this glimmer of like hope that it's ending. Yeah. And they have this big weekend and they're just yeah, of course they're going like overboard. That's yeah. That's you, also like you, what you, you can, expect as the people. Like, of course they're gonna go. Like, yeah, yeah, of course, course they're gonna go overboard. You've literally got bottled up lightning. Like you've caged a tiger for like a year and a half. I don't know what it was. Uh, I don't know what it was. I was watching, but like 
somehow I watched like a local news. It was like I was trying to get something else. And they were interviewing some Queens kids after the first homecoming. And because there was a homecoming weekend and then the next weekend was like fake homecoming. So it was nice. like a back-to-back double. Double, double up. And there's all these fines and there's like outrage in the city and everyone's like, these kids are out of control. And uh, they're, interview- <laughs> they're interviewing people at, around the university. It's like the middle of the week now. And they're, uh, and they're asking them about this upcoming weekend if they think there's going to be another party that's going to happen for this other homecoming. I think everyone in the interview is like, oh, yeah, there's going to be another party. And like they're, and the lady interviewing was like, don't you see something wrong with that? And like, no, no, not at all. And like they interview this one guy. He's like, yeah, I'm pretty excited. Like, we're going to tear it up. He's <laughs> uh, <laughs> on his way out of the library. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I love that. That's what they're doing, dude. What a, like, what a day at work for that reporter. Mm. Like, Okay, yeah. Your job is you're going to stand outside a Stauffer library and you're going to ask a bunch of university kids, pick a wide demographic, like get the, yeah. like, pick a couple nerdy kids so we can really drive home this, uh, <laughs> this narrative of. Dude, that's uh, a fun day. That's a fun day at work for that reporter. I think it would be kind of fun interviewing all the students. Yeah. You'd hear, you'd leave and you'd be like, oh my goodness. You guys uh, ever watch the YouTube channel? It's, it, it used to be called All Gas No Breaks, but now it's called like uh, Channel Five News, and it's no. the guy who goes to all these. He goes to like a White Lives Matter rally, or he goes to he goes to like some biker festival, like in the middle of COVID, and like no one's wearing masks and stuff, like really early days. And he goes and he just interviews people, and it's not. Or he'll go to like a flat Earth convention, and he's interviewing people. <laughs> Like they think it's a hundred percent legit, but he's just basically like poking fun at them. Like he's letting them make themselves look like idiots. Sure, yeah. But it's so fucking funny, man. Like the <laughs> they like the he'll he'll just ask people a question and then he just will stand there and like just stare at them. Like the most awkward silence. Yeah. They just don't really know what to say, and then they'll just start saying weird shit. Like <laughs> it's yeah, you definitely should check it out, man. It's channel five news. Yeah, YouTube channel five news. You'll you'll Joe's lose your always mind. Joe's got uh, always a nice curated selection of of uh, YouTube channels. Yo, do you guys want to hear about how my uh, first attempt at my property management exam went for UBC? Yeah, yeah, let's hear it. Yeah, worm. I, I wrote it, dude. Worm, uh, worm will oh yeah, grade you on your yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I, in Ontario, unregulated. Don't yeah, it's just exam. yeah. You just can just up. fly by the seat of your pants. Um, so, so I've been studying kind of like off and on for, I don't know, most of the summer. Um, I ended up taking one of these like little crash courses. Remember those in university, like where like you needed to study for econ 100 or whatever and you just, yeah, course cram. Yeah. Yeah. Course cram. So this was kind of like one of those, but it was more drawn out and you could just do it on your own like time, I guess, and just watch the little videos and do the quizzes and stuff. So over the summer studying off and on. And then I finally picked an exam date, October the fifth, and um, studied like pretty good all the way up into all the way up into it. I was like, okay, I'm feeling very prepared for this. And I was down at Nicole's place in Vancouver, and exam was at nine a.m. Morning of, I wake up and I'm like, all right, like I was like, all right, I'll see where I'm writing this thing, you know? Like I was just for some reason I just decided to leave that to the very end, and I pull up all this information and it's like you have to print off this electronic exam ticket 
have it printed, you have to have a passport photo, like taken from like a legit passport photo spot. You have to have all this stuff. And this was at like 7.30 and I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. All when right, was the so exam? Nine. And I... Yeah, an uh, hour and a half. To yeah, a I, I quickly, I woke up, photo. I woke up Nicole. I was like, all right, do you know anyone in your building that has a printer? She was like, yeah, Lizzie does. I was like, okay, sweet. So I, I we contacted Lizzie, sent over the exam ticket. Nicole took, a, I didn't know if I was going to be able to get a photograph. So I got Nick to just take a picture of me, like against the white background and we printed it off and she just like wrote stuff on the back. Um, luckily shoppers was open. They opened at eight, went to shoppers, got my exam, sorry, got my passport photo, taped it to the thing. And I was like, wow, I was like, I managed to get that done. Like, thank God. And driving to the exam and I'm like, wow, like, I could have easily just F this up this morning. Like, I'm so, and I was like thinking in my head, I was like, fuck yeah. Like, I'm just, I just bought bad for that so hard. I was like, I'm going to go crush this exam. Nick's going to take me out to dinner tonight just to celebrate. It's going to be great. Show up to the exam, park the car, walk up, hand in my little thing. And she's like, yep, do you have some uh, ID? And I look through my wallet and I was like, oh, and I, all I have is my services card, my health card. <laughs> and my health card is expired. And I was like, where the fuck's my license? And I was like, oh my God. And she, and I just like, I gave her my expired health card and she was like, do you have anything that's like not expired? And I was like, uh, what? And I just started like padding all my shit. And I was like, I, do, I don't know what, like, and she was like, no, no, like this is a licensing course exam. Like you have to have valid ID. It can't be like, it can't be a fucking gym card and a this card and a that card. It's gotta be like legit government ID. And I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> I sprinted out to the car and I was like, rifling through the car called nick i was like is my license anywhere at home i called ryan up in whistler not that that would have helped but i was like is my shit anywhere can you see it anywhere he's like no you can't see it rummaged around it came back and she was like okay like this is what's gonna happen this is gonna be like a non-attempt you can book the next day like uh if you want but she was like the dates are chalked up all the way to like november 10th Cause they're backlogged and I was like, I'm going to be in Mexico then like fuck. And my whole world just sort of like crumbled away. I was like, I'm going to have to be retaining this information in Mexico. Like I didn't cry. I almost did though. I was like pretty emotional and I was like pretty pissed. Called my mom and dad. They were like, Oh, you're such an idiot. I was like, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I'm a yeah, goof. I'm a goof. Classic. So I'm a goof. And then, um, and then I uh, went back to uh, Nick's place and just started refreshing the page all day and ended up booking an uh, exam for like the 19th or something, day before my birthday, wrote it, sniped it, bingo, bango, bongo. I'm licensed now. Nice. To take nice. care of people. Congrats. Things. There you go. The Thank one you. time yeah. in your life you study and then you like fumble every other aspect of it. I know. It was just so classic. I was like preparing for this thing all summer and then it was like, it's just being such a dumbass, like opening my computer the morning of being like, ooh, where am I writing this? Like, oh, shit, there's things I got to do? No way. So, yeah, it was pretty pretty funny, but, yeah. It's good but, that had a happy ending. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It would have been depressing. If I, I, for a second, I thought you were going to tell us you had an exam in four days from Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> yeah How no. would that work? Can you take it online from no, Mexico you, have to, you just you mail them your ID or something? No, it's very, like, it's very strict and super – that's why you have to have the passport photo, all this shit is because – since it's like a licensing course, like, you know, you could be in there writing your real estate license exam too. So it's like, they can't have anyone kind of friggin' faking it. 
Did you just point like who's writing the real estate license exam? I am right now. Oh, sick! Nice. When yeah. um, you're bring your ID. Court. Bring yeah. <laughs> did you ever find your driver's license? Like, did you? Ever I did. Them? Yeah. Oh, great question. Actually, <laughs> so you know why I friggin' didn't have it in my wallet is uh, on the eve of the federal election, I decided to go for a mountain bike ride before I voted, and I put my driver's license in my mountain bike shorts, went for a sick ride, uh, and then. Went to the voting place, voted with my driver's license, and I just never took it out of my mountain bike shorts. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was that. But uh, yeah, that was um, that was my kind of tumultuous property management uh, exam. Dude, where's your exam, going? Patty? Uh, in the new year, like uh, February, I think early February. Nice. Huge backlog, bud. So don't don't fuck it up, buddy. Yeah, I'm gonna be uh, yeah. I'm gonna be well prepared. You might want to camp. You might want to camp. Just like thinking yeah. about it. <laughs> you might want to camp outside. Yeah. My buddy in Whistler too is writing his electrician's uh, like Red Seal exam. He I told him this. I was like, this is what happened. I was like, make sure you got all your shit figured out, bro. He's like, yeah, okay, well. He, he's he's ready to write it on the 30th and then he goes to like log in to write it online and apparently his date was for like the 21st of october it's like fuck so it happened to him too it's freaking lightning strikes twice he missed his day yeah but he just called him up and he just had to pay like 150 bucks or something it's a very yeah. cavalier attitude out in whistler everyone's eh? <laughs> yeah. like yeah i'll check my email morning of yeah. see if there's any instructions for this uh it's in Vancouver somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the rugby game, bro. Oh yeah, hopefully the field's close. Yeah, that's what yeah. you're gonna say when you're going to when you're going to go write the exam. You're like, is this gonna be the exact same story as the rugby game? And you haven't learned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, Worm, how's it going with you and uh, Axon Property Management in Kingston? Good man. It's uh, it's busy. We've been uh, we've been. There's always there's yeah. always something new and exciting going on, but we've uh, we've taken on a lot of properties lately. So nice. that's the property management business. When you're at a it's a it's a it's an exciting business because it's a really scalable business. Yeah. So and if you yeah. have um and kind of as you like as your network gets better, as your like current client base gets better, as your kind of like name and reputation gets better, it's like like I don't try. I don't try at all for business development, but yeah. we've like taken on 400 units in the last like Holy 18 shit. months. So we yeah, manage bro. like we manage like just under a thousand units in Kingston. Dude, Probably that's... added like 40 percent without, not like without trying, but with but, uh, well, it's like all the hard break. work, all the work that you put <laughs> in is yeah. No, I I I know what that like yeah. If you do good work and you develop a good reputation, you don't really. Um, yeah, it speaks yeah. for itself. It speaks yeah. for I feel itself. Like your and... first, like, it's harder to get your first hundred oh, yeah. clients than yeah. it is to get like the next four hundred. That's what mm-hmm. I'm. That's what I meant totally. It's like it's yeah. harder to get your first. It's harder to, to get your first like ten. 10. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The next sure. ninety, even like that's what I'm. Yeah, critical mass. Yeah, that's what I'm finding now too. And yeah. Good work and kind of like snowball effect. It just keeps rolling. Yeah, I've been. Uh, yeah, I've been like. Everything. I've been on the verge of a couple pretty like I don't know like big like I don't know pitches I guess for like some clients for vacation rentals out here and like a couple of them I don't know my first couple like landed a little flat I guess and I'm just like I'm knocking on the door and I know that as soon as as soon as like yeah when it rains it pours you know like as soon as they start coming in I'll and it's it's very like you can you can provide a really good service at the very beginning of your of whatever business you're in because like 
yeah, if you have like three clients, obviously you're just going to be like so great to the, like, you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. that's your, all your priorities on them. And, and that's, that, that kind of like feeds into what you're, what you're talking about as well. Yeah, but as you get better at it too, yeah. you can like handle more. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Still provide that great service. And then like, like in worm situations, obviously not just him, right? Like they, yeah. you got to scale it as, as it grows. Uh-huh, that, absolutely. That, that's the biggest thing that it's like, like after you've got, like after you've got clients and it's easier to get clients, then it's like the biggest, the biggest things to focus on are like, how do you make systems and like processes the most efficient and the best? Mm-hmm. And then how do you get the best like people on your team? Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like, it's all the people, right? It's it totally, really is, so want, dude. But Mark, uh, why do you think those pitches fell flat? Like if you could diagnose, self-diagnose. Yeah. So just, my, my first one, um, I don't, I don't like Maybe I just, um, I don't know, like I prepared for it as, as much as you can. Like I ran some, some numbers, like some projections, like some high-end projections, some low-end projections and whatnot. And I was just on a conference call with these like three guys who had an investment property in Whistler and t- two of them were on board and then one of them just wanted to run it like himself and kind of yeah, like that's... hold on to the revenue. And then... Um, what was the other one I had? Uh, was the call over the phone? Or was it was it like, over the phone. That makes it way harder. It was over the phone. Yeah, exactly. And then yes. that was Set at the start up. of the summer. Do it Zoom. You got to do stuff face-to-face, I feel. Yeah, Whether yeah, it's yeah. Like in, if it's in person, great. But even if it's a call, be like FaceTime them. Like, FaceTime, yeah. Look yeah, them yeah. In the eye and look them in the eye and I think it makes a big difference rather Dude, than... Dude, that's a good point. I like that. Okay, I nice. For, I think like what I would think too, say I'm like, uh, it's a big, you know, it's a big decision. Yeah, for people, there's a lot of money at play, and like, there's a lot of a lot, man. With these vacation they rentals, want, too, you, you oh. need to be so polished in like I'm, everything. Yeah, you know, like the, the look of you, but like you know, when you're presenting them these this information, like, <laughs> are you laughing? I don't know. I think, <laughs> yeah. No, he's like, la- I think he's laughing because like you're like so polished, like the look of you, and yeah. then like I'm here with like fucking yeah. like salty hair. Like a <laughs> Just fucking... came back from surfing. <laughs> oh, I'll take care of your property, bud. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'll be in. Yeah, that's the thing, though. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm getting better, though. I am getting better at like the po- like, especially like talking on the phone, meeting clients, and like saying the right things and whatnot, but. It, it is really, it's just, a, it's, it's just, it's trust. It's with the vacation rentals at the moment. It's like, it's trust. They obviously have to think that you're like competent and can do it, but it's like, it, obviously it takes some degree of um, like, I don't know, skill or, or whatnot, but it's really just about trust and like, and also just being like a good, I don't know, like um, what's the word? liaison between like the guests me and like them it's just yeah that's that's really the the main thing but there is a lot of money at play bro like some of the like like a like a nicely renovated like four bedroom or something can go for like higher than like 2k a night in like peak season so it's like it's nuts it's nuts dude it's nuts dude it's it's crazy man like that's what i'm talking about like i went and looked at um a place just down the street from me. Um, contact. Oh, this is also the sweet thing too that I've been doing with the property management. I got a call about like gardening, and she told me where her place was, and I was like, "Oh, that's like four houses down from me. I know that's like a nightly rental." And she was like, "Yeah, we just finished a reserva- uh, renovation." And I was, and then I just switched into. I was like, "Oh, do you who's like managing your property?" And then just kind of like switched things to. 
property management and then like had a meeting with them and whatnot. But yeah, that's another pretty sweet little avenue. Yeah, that's cool. There's always, there's lots of opportunity for, it's like the cross seller, just lots of different yeah. avenues and stuff going on. Like, yeah. And I've already got like a good client, like I've already got like a good, like 50 plus like client base for gardening and stuff. So yeah, it'll, it'll transition nicely. Nice. What are you yeah. planning to do, Patty, with the, with real estate? You can be just, yeah, I'll I'll coffee. Yeah, slinging with my old man. Like I'm going to be fourth generation realtor and like, really? yeah, kind of crazy actually. Crazy. Which is cool. That's yeah. very cool. Right? Like uh, my family's owned the same brokerage for it's the 70th year now. Um, up, Jeez, I didn't up know north that. of Ottawa. Yeah, it's kind of crazy actually. I What's think. it called? Lineot. Uh, it's it's a Century 21 franchise, but it's called uh, yeah, it's uh, McIntyre Realty. McIntyre. Yeah, that's my that's my mom's uh, family name. Okay. Yeah. So it was my great great grandfather that started it. Great. That is, no, just great. that is crazy. Yeah. Did you always think that you were going to go into the, into I, the family biz or is it kind no, of like, like honestly, and... I tried to do everything else under the sun and yeah, you were, you were fighting it. I was, yeah, you don't, you gotta, you gotta figure it out for yourself. But like, mm-hmm. honestly, it just kind of comes, I just like properties and I just like talking to people about stuff and just making things happen. It is kind of so. a making it happen kind of vibe eh? you, you know, just gotta it's yeah. meaningful work honestly I, th- I think a lot of shit people do it's like yeah i'm like submitting this report <laughs> again you know <laughs> like, uh, like fuck, man. people need a place to live like i know with uh when we yeah. bought this place our like realtor real estate agent i think it was like shit man you know your shit like this is really good yeah like, i feel good with nice. with yeah. you like it's an industry that gets a lot of bad stigma for, you know, reasons like, you know, a lot of realtors are parasites out there to be fair, but, um, yeah, you, you know, there's a lot of them that are, are super knowledgeable and like super mm-hmm. helpful in making like, you know, the biggest transaction of your life. Yeah. So it is. there's yeah. also lots of, there's lots of agents and there's lots of like people in the market, but the good ones like dominate the market. Like there's a lot of people that do it as their like mm. Sunday hobby, yeah. whereas that's not really your, like it, it's hard to be, it's hard to be successful in something. It's hard to be really knowledgeable about something. It's hard to like, when you were buying your house, you're probably like, you're not going to do it off of your friend who does this on Sundays. Yeah. Or it's like, yeah. you want, you want the best. So the better, like the, the cream of the crop definitely stand out. And then just, it's that same thing with you. Like when you do, when you do a good job and you've got a good product, it speaks for itself. And like people, the people just come to you. Like yeah. I just got referred yeah. our guy we use, we got referred to like a family friend who was a real estate agent. Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. Kingston, use this guy. That's yeah. how it was like, no, that's how it works. That's why Patty's got, that's why it's like, uh, you've got, you've almost got to work with the family business in the sense that you've got to, you don't want to be the guy that lets down if it's four generations or the fourth generations. Like you don't want to be the guy that lets it down. You got to keep the, keep the the goodwill and keep the good name going because it's something that's like, that's like important. Right. And then like going back to your like business development side of things, like I've been working with my old man, like for a few months now and like, he doesn't do any work on business development. It's all word of mouth. Like, you know, just from 30 years of experience and Mm. then, you know, everything just about the, yeah. the, uh, you know, the brokerage before that. Right. So, yeah. It must be interesting kind of interacting and like working with your dad in kind of a new light. Right. Cause like, you know, you oh, always no, see him as your dad, but now you're oh, yeah. seeing him in his element, like his professional self. And he's like good at separating the two, you know, like yeah. it's it like definitely like very much more professional when we're, we're working together versus, mm. you know, when we're watching Sunday night football, 
yeah, mm-hmm. on the yeah. couch. But yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's been great. Like it, it's awesome. Like I said, I'm just finishing up, but I've been I've been helping him out and just like you know he's looking to retire in probably the next five years. So I'm trying to like ease that transition for him and just like take some stuff that he doesn't want on his plate and you know. When you have your first kid, I'm gonna buy them a, a little onesie that says fifth gen McIntyre realtor. No pressure on the back. No pressure. <laughs> but that whole thing of like working with a like actually working with a parent. I didn't it's not it's not the same as what you're doing, but when we bought this place, my mom is a mortgage broker now. Okay. And she was our mortgage broker for this place. And it was like, holy shit, mom, like you're pretty good at this. Like I was mm. like along the whole way, she had, like all the answers to all the questions, like this is what you need to do. This is like, we're going nice. to, you know, like, she just handled it. Never any, there was never any moment where it was like, oh, is she getting us? I knew she was like, had our best. Well, obviously she has her best interest. <laughs> yeah. Looking, but I knew yeah. she was like, Dude. I could just feel the competence and like there's the nice. ability like oozing out of her. And mm. I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like, you know, you, you know your mom's or your parents are like they clearly have done something right like they've been a professional mm. and like raised a good family and did it all for years and years but like seeing them in their actual element like, wow yeah. yeah so i'm used to my mom just asking me like why her email's not working and stuff yeah you know, like, yeah, what? yeah, yeah. <laughs> how yeah. do you manage in the <laughs> yeah there's a lot of that man yeah. big time yeah <laughs> Daddy, thanks for joining the squad. I haven't been able to sync my iTunes for the last <laughs> few years here. <laughs> yeah. Why you do on my, uh, on my yeah. iTunes account? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, they pick up the phone. They're like, 20 mil? Yeah, deal. Hang it up. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> True. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I'd love to be a fly on the wall and like see Frank Charette and his uh, dude. I saw him in just his like heyday, man. slinging some stocks around. I think I was in like it was one of my like I think I was a I was a paper bitch in his office for like three weeks, and I saw him him and my brother just kind of just just friggin' just pimping around in suits and stuff. That's pretty much all I really remember, other than just like organizing the filing cabinets. <laughs> and I had to and I had to I had to. It was funny, man. I I had to like fill out all these forms for people that owned like Nortel shares because like the company just tanked and went bankrupt essentially. And you had to like, I had to write all these forms saying that like the shares are no bueno essentially. Sorry. And I wrote out the first form and my brother and my dad were like, we can't send these out to clients. Like, it looks like a four-year-old around them. And I was like, oh, well. <laughs> well, uh, You couldn't even just turn it on for a couple forms. I just no, dude, it was a lot. Steady the hand. Yeah, steady the hand. Snipe the pen. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, your Nortel's gone to shit, like written in crayon or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, that's that. Boy, surfing is so hard. It's so fucking hard oh yeah it's like oh how many times have you been since you're it's humbling i've had like three sessions this morning was my third and i'm getting i'm uh, lessons like getting no i'm just i've got a board just going i'm going and just getting out there and just getting amongst it i've been i've been out in tofino a bunch of times so i've got like a very very humble humble base and i'm just trying to pad my 
surfing ability but yeah it's this is exactly what you need like a month boot camp out i know here. i've never i've never surfed warm water too which is fucking dope it's so sick yeah like you just go what are the waves like how does that compare to you know i have no concept of, of honestly that, so. it's been like right now the surf is kind of as big as i've ever seen it at tofino is what it's like right now i think it's like four to seven foot swell and it's ah uh, it's it's legit man you're out there and you're Oh, it gets real really quick, man. Like when getting out back is one thing. You're then you get out back and you're like waiting for the sets to come in, and then the sets start rolling in, and you're like, okay, it's time to go. Especially when it's crowded too. That's when it gets a little, a little fucky. Like I don't want to drop in on someone. That's when it's fucky for me, and like the only yeah. very few times I've been. Yeah. Like when there's a bunch of people there, it's like, yeah, you don't want to get like, people oh, whistling man, I at you and stuff. Barely know when to go if there was yeah. no one here. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, and, yeah. And they'll like they'll cuss you out. They're like, you wrecked my wave. Yeah, it. dude. Dude, today <laughs> that happened to me today. I w- I went in after this happened, but I got like I tried to catch like a couple waves and I kept missing them. And then I was like caught inside when the sets came, and the, I was like, oh fuck! And like this dude caught a wave like twenty feet out. And he was coming in on a wave and he was just like ripping. And I was like, fuck. And he just looked at me like, he looked at me with his face of like, why the fuck, what are you doing here? And I was like, oh, and I just sort of like <laughs> fucking like held onto my board and just kind of like ducked the wave. And I was like, man, sorry, bro. Oh, like, I'm just trying out here. Everyone start somewhere, bud. You think you yeah. can just show up, write a fucking property yeah. management exam on your first try? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, yes, without yeah. an ID. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my, my scary moment yesterday was I've, I've been wearing like a shirt. It was like a rash guard, like not something like this, but like a, just a t-shirt essentially. And I fucking got like take, I don't know if I even caught this wave. I don't think I did, but I got like taken over it. And my shirt just like, like went over my head. So I not only was like getting like, I was not only was in the fucking spin cycle of the laundry machine of this wave, but I, my shirt, I jerseyed myself essentially. You got jerseyed. I, I got jerseyed and I couldn't breathe because like I was like waterboarding myself essentially like through this shirt and I like frantically like, like took it off and needless to say that was my last wave of the day and I just kind of rolled. It's time it. to get a tighter shirt, man. I know. I got to get a tight rash guard. I went out without one today and I got like, it actually didn't really, oh. didn't really get me too bad. Keep going. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Keep going. <laughs> what about your upper legs? Did they get a rash on them? Dude, I actually did get a rash on my in the inside of my upper leg. Yeah, just a little guy, just a little guy. Well, boys, um, this has been a real treat. You might be wondering what you're listening to. <laughs> I was wondering if we were ever going to do that. You're listening to Best Friends Catching Up, the Mark, the Mark and Joe, and Joe show. show. Whoa, I'm Mark. I'm Joe. Let's. Yeah. Hopefully the game goes well today. Um, who, who you guys? Who, Jake Wolf Griffin, man. 
So you, you have yeah, legit. So you guys have got Guelph. I was going to ask actually. Nice. Oh, four four thirty p.m. kickoff Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. T minus four hours to kickoff. Yeah. Love that. Love that, boys. Is it streaming or what? Yeah. Yeah. Sick. Fuck it. I might watch it. Is it um, so four thirty? So that's one thirty for me. In uh, three hours. Cool. Sick. Four okay. hours. Four hours. Four, four hours. hours. <laughs> four hours. Love that you're fired up. Uh, four hours, dude. I was too busy stripping to go to my grade 11 math class, so <laughs> stuff for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah. Uh, this episode is brought to you by McIntyre Real Estate Group. Oh, lovely. <laughs> and also brought to you by Axon Property Management, proud owner of a thousand units. <laughs> <laughs> and Pig Owls in Gatineau. Yeah. And Pig Owls. Yeah. <laughs> and Mark's handwriting <laughs> <laughs> yeah love it all right boys well uh, have a good one go go gales and uh go by town and uh yeah it's nice it's nice seeing both you both you lads glad Ooh, to see you doing go well gales. let's go gales let's go do you know what uh saw me and Marnus were talking about a couple days ago was uh that fucking chant that we used to sing was sick what is it, bread of heaven or uh, bread what is of it heaven? Feed <laughs> me till I want no more. So sick. We yeah, we're like tune in early to the uh, the live stream. You might catch a little glimpse. Dude, that chant got me fired up, especially halfway through when we would just go like balls to whatever team we were playing. It's so <laughs> sick. You're like, yeah, fuck that team. Do you think you could do it all like on your own right now? I, I think I could do it, but if if I was in a group, like I would, it would come back to me. But if you yeah. ask me to just stand up and like recite it, like, how would you start it? What would you start it with? We don't. Me 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 me. We no. It was it didn't start off. We don't play for adoration. Guide me home, the great Jehovah. pilgrims to this barren land. It's always through because Tommy Kirkham, I remember, snapped on us. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, for fuck's sakes, boys, why would we be going to a barren yeah. land? We're going through We're going it. Through the barren land. <laughs> we <laughs> don't play. Guys, we're not going to there. We're fucking through. Tommy, the game's about to start. Like, can we talk about this Dude, later? Dude, <laughs> Tommy's just doing like his. Uh, remember that shit that Tommy used to do before the games in uh, fucking Spain? That's. That, that, uh, moment, just because we're talking about it, is yeah. Fraser Bruce, we were playing at this was my one of my favorite moments at Queen's Rugby. We were playing at Brock. We it was that game we played like shit. We just like Dude, laid in that was the game was, that I got demoted to the thirds team after that. So I was like, dude, that was also the game that I was sick and then had to come out early, but then went out partying later and Rumble laid into me the next day. <laughs> okay, so safe to say there is a lot happened in that game. A lot, a lot. Stuff was bad. It was a bad. It was a bad game. The boys yeah. bounced back though. But the best part about that, Fraser Bruce like made a tackle and was lying on the like didn't get up to his feet fast enough after the tackle. And Tommy ran by Fraser Bruce in the game who was lying down too slow and just punched him in the back <laughs> mid game as he's going by and just continues on. No way. Lot punched him in the back. I was watching that like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> Insane. That's the intensity you need. I feel like that's the moment when Alan should come out and give his speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Hey, okay, wait. it's been no. great, Mark. Enjoy Mexico. Yeah, I will. going on. Just winning rugby games back here in Canada. You keep uh, crushing those waves. 
Balls to Guelph, balls to Guelph. We won't play won't them play anymore. Them anymore. <laughs> we won't play them anymore. Let's fucking go, boys. All right, boys, that's been beautiful. Sure, Lovely so pod. Uh, go, girls, and uh, love y'all. We'll talk to you soon. After the way, go, 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 go. You were right.